Building an affiliate website is probably the easiest online business model you can get yourself into. It's super low risk and the returns can be exponential. The thing is, more often than not, building an each site to the point it reaches success and makes you a ton of money in affiliate commissions might not be as straightforward as you'd like. In this episode of the Online Business FM podcast, episode 14, I'll be sharing everything about my public niche site project case study that I started a few years ago, from when I began building my own Amazon affiliate niche website, to how long it took me to earn a full-time income from it, from what followed my seemingly quick success to my failures, from the lessons I learned and the strategies I tried, to what I have planned for the coming future. I'll finish this session of the OBFM show with an exciting announcement that you won't want to miss out on. So, stay tuned and keep listening. Introducing Online Business FM with Louis Luke. Online business ideas, digital marketing strategies, growth hacks, SEO and blogging tips to help you succeed in the online world. Online Business FM. Let's find out together how we can make it online. Hello world, welcome to another episode of the Online Business FM podcast. Louis here with the mission to help you start, grow or scale a profitable, successful online business. Let's do this. Back in mid-2015, I started a public niche site project on my blog with the aim to describe every little step I took and all the SEO and digital marketing techniques I used as I was building an online property from zero to profitability, while at the same time, Putting a set of tools, services and tactics recommended and taught by other people in the industry to the test. Rather than just tell people how my affiliate website was doing and how much money I was making, as so many others did back then, the purpose behind my public case study was to actually show people how it was done. This free over-the-shoulder training on creating and monetizing a blog had its very own motto, showing always beats telling. Which, by the way, is super true, right? As I was about to show everything I did along the way, including my mistakes, I had a lot at stake. Specifically my time, money and of course my reputation as a marketer, despite the fact that I was just starting out showing up publicly as one. Especially because that would be my first attempt at building an affiliate website. It makes sense to inform you or to remind you that my previous experience had been running a viral videos website full-time for around four years. My lack of expertise at this level of affiliate marketing, nevertheless, instead of working against, would be a positive factor for my audience. I would be in the same shoes as most of them were. Therefore, by better understanding their struggles and difficulties, I would be able to more easily help them solve their problems and get them closer to reaching success. I got the idea slash inspiration to start my own version of a public niche site project from reading similar case studies by other bloggers and internet marketers, such as Pat Flynn from SmartPassiveIncome.com, Spencer Ross from NichePursuits.com and Tang Tran from CloudLiving.com. They all came up with super interesting blog posts, videos and updates and I was moved to follow their good example. The reason why I started this kind of experiment in the first place was because I understood what others like me felt while reading other people's blogs. Instead of just learning about their earnings and success, what we would really want was to actually see everything that they did on their affiliate websites. That being said, I made a promise to my readers to reveal as much as I could in order for them to totally get how things were done 
and to enable them to try and replicate by themselves the steps I was sharing. My hope was that I could really help someone out there earn some extra money, or even more, who knows, and make their lives a tiny bit better. In the end, I would be helping myself as well, in two distinct ways. I would be implementing a lot of the things I was teaching my audience, thus proving that those weren't just words, they actually did work, and I would be creating a new income stream for myself while getting more experience and learning new stuff. So part of the goal for this project of mine was exactly what I've just mentioned, to educate people on how to build a profitable, successful niche website. And I would be doing it as I was also learning the best way to tackle each situation, struggle, problem, or roadblock. In a sentence, the goal for this case study totally matched this podcast's tagline. Let's find out together how we can make it online. As far as numbers were concerned, the initial goal for the niche site was to make $200 a month in Amazon commissions. Now, I realize that $200 a month is not that high of a sum for some of you, although it might be really important for others. And again, I had no experience of this sort and I was kind of putting my neck on the line there. So I figured I shouldn't risk it even more than I was already risking it. In regards to the rules of the game, so to speak, these were the ones that I had set right from the get-go, right from the start. Time. I set a 6-month time frame to reach my monthly income goal of $200, and I told everyone I would work on the project for around 2 hours each day. Domain name. I decided not to reveal my then, soon-to-be-bought domain name for a few reasons. First, I didn't want people from my audience linking back to my niche site because that would work against the whole experiment. Backlinks help a site grow its authority and climb the search engine rankings, and the only ones I could build needed to come from my own efforts, not from publicly announcing my niche website's domain name on my blog. Second, I didn't want people falling into the trap of just copying what I was doing. That's not the way to really learn something. Learning is actually understanding things, not mimicking others. Third, other bloggers had had their case study niche sites destroyed by SEO attacks. Apparently, some people had built a ton of spammy links to their niche sites and the result was being penalized by Google. Needless to say, I didn't want that to happen to me as well. Niche. For very much the same reasons, I also chose not to publicly announce which niche I was getting into. Funds. To allow the highest number of people to follow my steps and build their own niche sites, I tried to spend the least amount of money as I possibly could which is relatively easy to accomplish with this type of online business, as it allows for very low risk and potentially high returns. Tools. I was to use my recommended set of tools at the time, like Longtail Pro for keyword research. I still use and recommend Longtail Pro, but Ahrefs has become my favorite SEO tool now. Both can be used for keyword research, with Ahrefs having a higher price point and being a much more complete tool. It's an all-in-one SEO tool, after all, than Longtail Pro, which is much cheaper and it's also pretty good for its purpose. If you're interested, you can check them out at onlinebusiness.fm slash longtailpro, which is my affiliate link, mind you, meaning I earn a commission at no extra cost to you if you end up purchasing it through my link and ahrefs.com, 
refs.com. It's now time for the fun part. I'm going to tell you how the niche side project case study went. I officially announced I was going to start my own version of the niche side project at the end of July of 2015, and despite my best efforts, I wasn't able to devote that much time to it. Most of the time I was pretty busy with my other projects, and guess what? Irony of ironies, I was actually spending a great deal of my available time writing my niche side project updates and other supporting articles. What does it mean? It means that one of my first rules, the one concerning time, was broken. I failed to dedicate two hours every day to work on the niche website and naturally I was unable to reach my income goal in the desired six-month period. This was my first niche side project-related failure. Even though my time management skills were my weakness, I was able to rank my money page high in Google after a while. I even got to reach the number one spot in Google's SERPs, search engine results pages, at one point in time for the keyword I was targeting on that money page. And so, slowly but surely, my niche site eventually started to bring in some affiliate commissions. Let me quickly give you my Amazon commissions breakdown as they evolved over time. In February of 2016, about six months after I started the case study, I made my first sales and earned $7.25. I remember to have celebrated this small win in a Facebook group and getting back some comments like, that's nothing, you'll probably won't make much more. But I didn't care. We need correction. We have to. Celebrate even our smallest wins. That's how you motivate yourself to keep pushing forward. In March of 2016, I didn't make any money from the niche site, but in the following month of April, I earned $14.68. In May of 2016, the niche site made me $59.83, and beginning in June of that same year, things started to grow really fast. I made $160.92 in June, $225.18 in July, $364.03 in August, $399.84 in September, $380.35 in October, $655.17 in November, and an incredible amount of $1,375.42 in December of 2016. Not bad, I might say, for a site with only one money page whose reviewed products cost around $100 or even less on average and that Amazon's commission percentage at the time varied from 6 to 8%. Moral of the story, even with my failing to adhere to my 2-hour-a-day work time, I managed to reach success and got close to earn $4,000. I made $3,642.67 from my affiliate website from February of 2016 to December of the same year. The project had fulfilled its purpose. The concept was proved. Niche sites and affiliate marketing are valid. They do work as advertised. What happened after this successful endeavor was that I got involved in a few new projects and stopped working on the niche website altogether for several months. Little by little, as new competing sites emerged in my niche, my Google rankings began to go down. 
competition with new and freshly updated content and probably more authoritative websites was responsible for that, which kind of proves that there is no such thing as an 100% passive income online business model. In fact, the page on which I was targeting my main keyword, my money page, has gone down in Google's SERPs so badly that today it is very far from the top 10 ranking pages. And of course, together with that, my earnings from that niche website went down to shameful amounts as well. To try and get my rankings and earnings back up again, I made two attempts. From June 2017 to December of that year, I published 35 new blog posts, roughly 56,000 words of purely informational content targeting low-competition, long-tail keywords, aiming to get some top 5, top 3 rankings in Google and bringing more authority for my website. I hired a few writers to help me do it, of course. The idea was to get some natural links to those articles and then spread some SEO juice from them to my money pages through internal linking. Yeah, money pages plural. I had published a few more of them earlier on when I was still actively working on the site, but as I said, 100% of my earnings came from my main one. The outcome were a bunch of top 3 to top 5 ranking pages with several number 1 spots in Google but not yet great of a growth in terms of domain authority or income-wise. In the second half of 2018, I again decided to publish more content on the niche website, but this time I put in place a different strategy. Instead of coming up with informational posts, I bet on commercial content only. The reasoning was simple. More money pages equals potentially more money. Out of the five money pages I published, this time I wrote all of them myself, one is already ranking at number 7 and the remaining are still far from the top 10 pages in Google. But to give you all the information, I haven't done any link building to improve their rankings yet. In the meantime and in regards to affiliate commissions, my affiliate website was able to break an all-time record. A negative one, that is. I'm sorry to say, but my earnings decreased so awfully that the niche site generated a disappointing amount of... Wait for it... 25 cents in September of last year, and it still hasn't reached $50 per month on average in the following four months. All things considered, this niche website is as good as dead. Now, here's what's coming next. Today, I'm officially launching a new version of this public case study, Niche Site Project 2.0, bringing a niche site back from the dead. The main idea is to improve the website's authority get my money pages ranking high in Google and, obviously, earn a lot more money from it. To achieve all of that, my overall plan of action is not to use some kind of wake-up juice like in Back to the Future 3, but to put my focus on also three fundamental pillars. On-site slash on-page optimization, link building, and updating old content as opposed to continuously publishing new stuff. This is part of what I promised back in session 12 of the OBFM show, making this a much more practical podcast, now that the fundamentals for the success of an online entrepreneur have been covered in the first set of episodes. Alongside my Niche Site Project 2.0 updates here on the podcast, I'll also update or introduce you on or to a different number of topics related to the first iteration of this experiment. Specifically, we'll discuss... What is a niche website? 
how to find a profitable niche, how to do long-tail keyword research, how to come up with a good domain name for SEO, how to set up your website and make it stand out, how to come up with an effective content strategy, how to monetize your blog, and much more. As far as the Niche Site Project 2.0 is concerned, I'll release a few updates, as I've already said, but we'll also talk about how to do on-page optimization, how to build links to your site, how to do outreach link building, which content strategy is better, publishing new content or updating existing one, and a lot more. The rules of the game stay pretty much the same. I will not, cannot actually, reveal my domain name nor niche for the same reasons I referred before. Building links and noticing the effects they produce takes some time, so I won't set a predefined time frame. I'll just keep working on niche website and I'll keep you posted on what goes on with it. Much like before, I will try to save as much money as I can and I'll keep making use of my recommended set of tools. There you have it. That's it for this episode. I hope you've liked it and that you will keep coming back for the following sessions of this year podcast to check out my future Niche Side Project 2.0 updates. The show notes page for this episode can be found at onlinebusiness.fm slash 14. Onlinebusiness.fm slash 14. Thanks for listening and if you really enjoy this podcast I'm producing here, please leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are the fuel that keeps these show's engines running, allowing it to reach more and more new listeners. And I would really appreciate you for taking the time to do that. You can also send the show's link to a friend who shares your interests in online business and digital marketing. It's so simple. Onlinebusiness.fm Onlinebusiness.fm And you can also subscribe to my mailing list to get notified every time a new episode is released or a new blog post is published. Just head on over to IncomeProdigy.com and you'll immediately see a sign-up form next to my ugly picture. All right, I'm gone. I'll see you next time. From sunny Lisbon, Portugal to the world, this is Luis Miguel Correa, a.k.a. Louis Luke, and I'm signing off. Thank you for supporting the Online Business FM podcast. For more episodes and other great stuff, check out the show's homepage at onlinebusiness.fm. Online Business FM, let's find out together how we can make it online.